accept it or be stupid and be a skeptic. Welcome to the I Wanna Believe podcast. I'm no Marslevic. Alright, you're alone one night, laying in bed, binging The Office or some other television show that lulls you to sleep. You begin to hear some odd sounds coming from somewhere above you. You turn off the TV, the sound gets louder, more disturbing, and you finally realize that there's someone or something walking on your roof. You hear a low growl, goosebumps ripple across your skin. You stand at the bedroom window, scared to open it and look up. Your mind races as it searches for a logical explanation. And then you start to hear the scratching. I'll tell you more in a sec. But first, a quick reminder that all of our I Want to Believe social media and email are in the show notes. My brand new book, Granite Skies, is now available for purchase. You can get that at the Greenhand Bookshop in Portland, Maine. You can get it on Amazon Kindle or a signed copy can be obtained from my online store while supplies last. Everything can be found at allmylinks.com slash Slavic, or just click the links in the show notes. Alright, let's talk about werewolves in Mexico. Warning shots rang out in the middle of the night. The date was April 10th, 2020. Later that night, a patrolman known only as Alfonso sent a text to a member of his family. He and three other police officers responded to a call in the Barrio Nuevo neighborhood of the town of Coita in the Mexican state of Chiapas. For days, locals here and in other neighborhoods had reported strange howling noises and sightings of a strange creature, but this was the first time the police department got involved. According to Officer Alfonso's testimony, he and his three colleagues also saw what was described as a man with wolf-like features standing two meters tall. The officers saw the creature jump a two-meter high fence in a single leap and also reported seeing it walk on rooftops. The state of Chiapas in southern Mexico is a beautiful mountainous and forested area. Mayan ruins can be found in the northern part of the state, and in another area is a temple which houses a church, museum, and a marketplace is nearby. Despite some of the terrors that have come with the arrival of COVID-19, residents of the state have also been plagued with sightings of mysterious creatures. Terrified multiple witnesses have reported encounters with werewolves. The creatures are said to be roughly six and a half feet tall and agile in the night, running along people's roofs. Some have claimed to hear the sound of howling at night along with shots fired into the air. Here's a clip of a howl that a local resident posted to their Twitter account. The fear among the public seems to have grown so large, the local parishioner asked the people to calm down and to light a candle outside their homes for spiritual protection. 
There haven't been any reported attacks or altercations with the creatures, but they have left behind some physical evidence in the form of scratch marks and footprints which have been photographed. Photos can be seen in the show notes. The municipality is now faced with one of history's oldest questions when dealing with potentially endangered predators. Should we kill or not kill? Residents have reacted to the situation in differing ways. Some in the municipality want to hunt the creatures, killing it before it can kill them. Others suggest that they should attempt to capture the beast as they believe it's simply hungry and needs the help. The concern over killing cryptids has brought on comparisons to killing known endangered species throughout much of the world. A Washington state law passed in 1969 which makes willfully killing Bigfoot a felony. The law passed on April Fool's Day, but County Commissioner Conrad Lundy insisted there are some reasons to believe this cryptid exists and the law is not a joke. The law was amended in 1984 to include the possibility of an insanity defense and protection from homicide if one is cornered by the creature. In 1991, an agenda bill was drafted in Whatcom County, Washington, declaring the county a Sasquatch protection and refuge area. It passed shortly thereafter. Some residents in Chiapas say that killing any number of werewolves could be detrimental to their species' survival. Some people, however, simply want proof, and killing the creature provides just that. The residents have claw marks and eyewitness accounts to base their werewolf hypothesis on, but does that mean this creature can only be a werewolf, or could there be a rational explanation? Chiapas is teeming with local wildlife that could be responsible for the scratch marks. Everything from boars to crocodiles, gray wolves, and more. And the biosphere reserve in the area has spider monkeys, jaguars, and pumas, just to name a few. But what about the eyewitnesses? Surely someone wouldn't mistake a gray wolf for a werewolf, could they? In 2017, officers from the interagency field team captured a female Mexican gray wolf, and it was located on private ranch land. And naysayers to the werewolf theory say that's all that is running around their state. Witnesses disagree, claiming that what they saw was much larger and walked on two legs. A psychotherapist, Duce Bonifaz, was interviewed by the news website Alerta Chiapas. She stated that a more plausible explanation is that the people of the neighborhood are facing a rather peculiar case of collective hysteria, incensed by the current pandemic situation. Again, witnesses disagree, and believers also offer the possibility of another cryptid, the Dogman. There are not many differences between a werewolf and a dogman. The biggest is that werewolves have to go through some sort of transformation while dogman does not. A werewolf in lore is a human that possesses the ability to shapeshift into a wolf, which I suppose would make the legality of killing a little more complicated. Some of the townsfolks are convinced the werewolf sightings originally began as a man living in a nearby village who was a Nuhal or Brujo, which is a shaman capable of transforming his body into that of a wolf or a coyote. Those who adhere to this folkloric interpretation also believe that the shaman lost his ability to return to his discarded human skin because someone cursed it by pouring salt over it. 
Regardless of their identity, authorities in the state have sent police officers to patrol nearby areas, hoping to catch some photographic evidence or at least a glimpse of the creatures to inform them of what they might be dealing with. The following are some witness reports. An ER nurse reported that a man casually told her that he was a werewolf and hadn't meant to frighten residents. She said, quote, there was this really sweet older dude. Before he was discharged, I asked if he had any more questions, and he asked what I thought about werewolves. He didn't wait for my answer before telling me that he is one. Funny thing is, he didn't sound crazy. He just said it like it was a fact. He has to avoid certain moons, and it's a real hassle. You would have thought he was talking about struggling with any normal medical affliction, but he wasn't. Totally bizarre. Another encounter has teenagers in a car allegedly encountering a werewolf along the side of the road. One witness reported that it was over five feet tall and was surprised at how fast it could run. They stated, quote, At first, I thought my friends were playing a joke on me, but when I found out they weren't, I was scared. We rolled up the windows real fast and locked the doors. I started driving faster, about 60. Someone finally got a gun out and shot it. I know it got hit and fell down, but there was no blood. I know it couldn't be a person because people can't move that fast. A man living in the purportedly infested neighborhood claims to have seen a werewolf going over a fence of around nine feet high with a single jump. The report also mentioned a quote, putrid smell emanating from the creature. Jose Rincon, a resident part-time astrologer and content creator, has uploaded videos about the story. He was told about some large footprints that were found when locals went in search of the beast. Rincon sides with the more metaphysical interpretation of the phenomenon plaguing his community. He thinks the reason the creature's activities seem to be centered around the area is due to a protected forest reserve which has suffered its function for natural conservation. And this is due to the invasion of illegal trespassers over the years. He views the so-called werewolf as a forest elemental. Red Pill Junkie, a writer for DailyGrail.com, wrote, quote, and yet, even if this is just a case of the boy who cried werewolf, it's interesting to perceive certain elements in this story which are replicated in other paranormal cases. The claims that the being is capable of leaping to considerable heights is resemblant of the old spring-heeled jack accounts, ditto with the putrid smell, which is also very common in Bigfoot sightings, or even the imperviousness to bullets, similar to some of the high strangeness cases investigated by Stan Gordon in Pennsylvania. So what exactly is it that people in this neighborhood are experiencing? Could it be pranksters, wildlife misidentification, or real-life werewolves? Has the pandemic brought on such extreme social anxiety as to cultivate an environment of mass hysteria? Perhaps we're even in the realm of tulpas, much like the Slenderman mythos, where so much thought has occurred in this area of Mexico that werewolves have been brought to life. Obviously, most of this is just wild speculation, but ultimately, it depends on what you decide to believe. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Nomar Slepin.